and welcome to the Really Random Movie Reviews Podcast. Real people, real takes. I'm Danielle. And I'm Ben. In this show, we have an online movie generator choose a film for us to watch. It could be from any genre and any decade, as long as it's easily accessible for us. After viewing the movie, we sit here and discuss it at length. This week, we are talking about I Still See You. What will we think? Well, grab some popcorn, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Alright, so we're talking about I Still See You. It is from 2018. It was directed by Scott Spear, and it stars Bella Thorne, Richard Harmon, and Dermot Mulroney. So this movie is set 10 years after an apocalyptic event that killed millions, but these people who were killed are still populating the Earth as ghosts or remnants. And this teenager, played by Bella Thorne, is trying to come to terms with certain things that have happened in her life, but also she finds this new remnant in her bathroom, and she's trying to figure out who that person is. Mm -hmm. So, Ben, had you heard of this movie before? No, I haven't. Me neither. I had no idea that this movie was a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wish it stayed that way. Yeah, same. Oh, well, we'll get to that. So, yeah, this movie, it wasn't great. It wasn't good at all. It got okay. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I think it started out better than it ended. For me, it was the opposite. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I just kind of checked out at the end, I think, and I was like, I'm I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. So, what's, what's something that... (laughs) <laughs> stood out to you or it was something that you can just talk about i guess so this catastrophic apocalyptic event was a bunch of scientists trying to create a doorway to the other side and instead of creating a doorway they tore a giant hole and that's what caused all these people plus people from way in the past to come back as like ghosts or what they call remnants or rems for short yeah. And can I just say that the exposition in this movie, it was just so, such convenient times for explaining mm-hmm. something. And it's like she kind of explained it in the voiceover narration in the very beginning. Yeah. But then they explain it more just in a random classroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, so we're going to talk about remnants and why they're here, even though this has been a thing for 10 years and we all kind of know about this. Yeah. But let's tell the audience what's going on because they don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, let's, let's just conveniently have all these butt points to push it along. Yeah. And foreshadow some things and mm-hmm. just stuff like that. <laughs> yep. Because why not? The audience is stupid. They can't figure things out on their own. Definitely. We'll just tell them everything instead of show them. Mm-hmm. Except they kind of did show, but not... They show. They told and showed. Yeah, but they told more than they showed. Yeah. Which is... It, it works for some movies, but not this one. Yeah. It works for Forrest Gump, not this. Exactly. <laughs> Even though Forrest Gump showed a lot. Well, I mean, it's technically him telling, but it's showing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. But there are definitely definitely movies that are do more telling, but have done a much better job. 
Yes. Continuing on with all the convenient stuff of pushing a plot along, there's just a lot of generic stuff that's been done before and done way better. Like, it's a generic teenage investigation. Yeah, there are so many, even just YA or apocalyptic things that are similar to this are have been done so much better. The the acting wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. It was just very monotonous. Yes. I guess and very one-note acting. Yeah. And the dialogue wasn't good either. Like the writing lacked in quality. Yeah. And by the way, this is based on a book. It's based on a novel uh, by Daniel Waters, and it's called Break My Heart 1,000 Times. I had never heard of this book. Neither have I. I'm guessing the book is better, because that's usually the case, but I don't know. I can't make that judgment. Yeah. I don't know. This movie kind of seemed like, I mean, all movies are cash grabs, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Every movie is trying to make money unless it's like, you know, the very, any studio movie, I'll say. Yeah. Because there genuinely are passion projects, but the main goal for a movie that is backed by a studio is to make money. Yep. And this just seems like a cash grab and trying to get Bella Thorne more into the spotlight and not, but not as a Disney kid. Okay. Because she she was on Disney Channel in um, the show Shake It Up. I never watched it. I phased out of Disney Channel at that point, but I saw commercials. Okay. She's Zendaya. She and Zendaya were in the same show. Didn't know that. You didn't know Zendaya was a Disney kid? No, I didn't. Oh. Well, there you go. It was a dance-based show. Okay. Oh, that's all I really know. (laughs) But it just seems like trying to get her, because, you know, she was known as a Disney Channel star. Like, oh, and these kids are growing up to be teenagers. Perfect. Let's put her in a YA movie. Yeah. And be really angsty. (laughs) Yeah, because all teenagers are angsty. I mean, yeah. Not that angsty, but yes. Yeah. I was pretty angsty, but... I wasn't. But okay. I had other stuff going on, so... Yeah. And one thing I'll say is, like, I generally... I really like the genre of YA. I grew up reading and watching YA all the time. Like, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. And I even took a YA literature class in college. Okay. And that was really fun. And I actually um, found a book I really liked. Um, This is a total tangent. but So one book I really like is Legend by Marie Lu. And it's a trilogy. I think she actually wrote a fourth one recently. But um, I really liked that book. And it's actually my former roommate's, like, one of her favorite books. Okay. Um, But I really love YA. I was a total Hunger Games kid. Me too. And Twilight. I love Twilight. I didn't touch that one, but Hunger Games, yes. Hunger Games was great. And Divergent. Uh, The books were so much better than the movies, but I love Divergent. I didn't read those ones, and I think I saw, like, one movie. Yeah, I saw one movie, and it was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, and it was like, Hunger Games was so much better. (laughs) Yeah, the book was a lot better. Okay. That and one book that I got into in, like, fourth grade. I think my uncle got it for me. It's called Graceling. I want to say, but that book is really good too. 
And I really liked it. And I don't know if, I think there are probably sequels, but yeah, that book's really good. Anyway, <laughs> might as well talk about things we like about the genre. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. And like, full disclosure, I am writing my thesis on, well, a, bit, a good part of it is YA. And it really resonates with teenagers because it's like, it kind of shows similar situations that they would be in. But also because it's fiction, they can go through emotions and experience certain things that they know will never happen to them, mm-hmm. like an apocalyptic event, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, knock on wood. But that's a big thing about fiction is the escape. Yes. But also having that kind of character to identify with, it really helps your own outlook and even your own empathy, too. Mm-hmm. Which is something I found and I've been writing my thesis on it. So mm-hmm. just my, not expertise, but my educated two cents. Yeah. That was literally what I was reading last week. <laughs> it's still fresh in my mind. All right, then. Anyway. Yeah, I just. Yeah, it, this movie wasn't all of that. It's just because it wasn't that relatable. Yeah. Yeah. They failed to have the character connect with the audience is, I think, what I was trying to make that connection with. Yeah. Because it's just so one note and she's so closed off. And there are movies where that happens where the character, the protagonist can be closed off, but it's still like you still get a look into their psyche. Mm -hmm. And in a way it works. But in this movie, it's just like, oh, she's closed off. She's not that interesting because she doesn't really do anything. Yeah. And why am I supposed to care? Because I don't really know that much. A one-dimensional character, basically. Yeah. And it just doesn't make it interesting when the character is that one-dimensional. Yeah. Going on with the one-dimensional aspect, the music was just like, okay, yeah, it's generic, make-me-feel-tense music. That doesn't really make me feel tense. But also, and I just remembered this, the music was so all over the place. Yeah. Like with the genre, I guess, of the score, Mm -hmm. it didn't know what it wanted to be. Like sometimes it was very like heavy with like synthesizers. It was kind of like post-apocalyptic punk kind of 80s inspired, you know, Blade Runner type music. Then other points, it was, like, super dramatic. Then other points, it was more classical. And other Like, that works to an extent, and especially if you mix those. Sometimes it just felt off with what the scene was trying to portray. Yes. And what kind of feeling it was trying to give. And the music seemed to conflict with that sometimes. And that changed, like, that also deterred me from connecting with the film. Yeah. And... I don't know about you, but I didn't really get hooked by it. There was no hook. For the music? Just for the film in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. It just didn't know what it wanted to be. It was trying to put in a lot of different elements, but it never really... And it tried to connect to them, but not in a way that worked for me. Yeah, same. Like, I could see why some people might like it, I guess. Might be entertaining, but I... I don't know. It just seemed, like, so disjointed and so disconnected. Yeah. It was like different people were working on the movie. It wasn't like a collaboration. 
it didn't feel like a collaboration. It felt like each person was doing something different. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't really work. Yeah. So as the movie kind of went on, it just became more and more convoluted as to what was going on. And like, what should we be believing? And what, what part of their whole explanation of what's going on should we believe? And it's like, okay, just get to the point. Yeah, and towards like the climax, they were trying to, they tried to introduce that plot twist, which was kind of like I saw that coming. Oh yeah, and just red flag if a if a high school teacher invites you to their house for office hours. Not that that was not that that was a big point in the movie, and not that that like suggested something about him. It was just like, why are you holding your office? First of all, what high school has office hours? Second of all, (laughs) like, I don't know of any. Yeah. And second of all, why at your house? If you're going to meet with a teacher or uh, with a student, if you're a teacher, you're going to meet with a student. Why don't you just do it in your off in your classroom? Yeah. Because that's just just stay a little bit after school. Yeah. Which most teachers do anyway. Exactly. Or like, you know, if you need help with something, it was like a five minute conversation. Yeah. Why did she have to go all the way to his house? That's just such a dumb detail. Yeah. I get it was trying to show something at his house because that tied into the plot twist. Mm-hmm. But it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I, I It was so stupid. Yeah, I agree. But also, like, with that plot twist, it was like, okay, that's not very original. Yeah. Not that, like, most plot twists these days aren't, but, and most stories aren't these days. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was just, in the climax, it was just throwing so much at you and so many different things happening where it's like, okay, hold on. Just. They basically threw the entire pot of spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why'd you do, this could have been so much better if they were slowly building that. Yeah. And not just throwing three different plot points at least at once. Mm-hmm. And just all coming together. Like, it, even though it just also kind of didn't come together. Yeah. And because of that, there's, like, a whole couple hours. Like, before that, the whole movie is just like, okay, where is this going? Is this going to build? And then it builds. Yeah. It's like, well... That wasn't very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. And it's like, well, also, why do I care? Because yeah. I'm not connecting with any of these characters. Mm-hmm. I was looking at trivia and Bella Thorne, it was like she was wearing a wig throughout the whole movie. I'm like, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> yeah. Putting details into things. It's like you can tell when something's like not done with as much care as it should. Yeah. It just doesn't, that wig just didn't look good. It didn't suit her. Yeah. It was very jarring to look at. Yeah. Especially because I know, like, her natural hair color is more red, so. Okay, yeah. I think she's more of, like, a, I don't know. I don't care that much about Bella Thorne. Yeah. Yeah, also, like, it's a YA movie, so you know there's going to be a romance involved. Yep. It was so dumb. Yep. And forced. It's like, we're both angsty, and we've lost our fathers. Right? Yep. We're both angsty. We've lost our fathers. We're interested in remnants. 
<laughs> but there was like no chemistry between them. No. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, convenient moment for them to kiss so people don't because they're trying to investigate something in a different place and they don't want to be found out to be not part of like that area. Yeah. So convenient and so bad. Yep. Yeah. I I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Very convenient things to just push the plot along. Yeah, which and then over explaining. Yep. And just so many convenient things to happen where it's just like, I don't, why should I care about this? Especially because, like, how this movie is telling the audience things. Sometimes, like, you need the film as an audience member to really like a movie. You want to be respected as an audience member. Mm -hmm. And when you feel like the film is talking down to you and explaining every little detail... Yeah. Because like, even with the plot twist, they're over-explaining why it was happening. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But because they do that, it's like, you're stupid, and you won't get this if we're not going to over-explain it to you, so I'm just going to sit here and talk to you about it. And, yeah. like, look, it's basically, like, it would have it would have been better if they were just looking directly into the camera and saying, hey, audience, this is what's going on. Yeah. It's like, I know, I'm not... <laughs> But if it was Ryan Reynolds, it will. I know, I know. Yeah, you want to feel respect. Like the audience does not want to feel stupid. Yeah, it's one thing to be mind blown by something like, "Oh my god, I didn't see that coming." Uh huh. Because at some point, it's like, yes, they're revealing something to you, but they're not like, "Hey, audience, this is why." Like, <laughs> this is why it's happening as they're bashing it into your head. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I, I can think for myself, thanks. It's kind of like if in Empire Strikes Back, if Vader was like, I am your father because I was with Padme and we were together and then you were born and this was happening. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like way too much information. I get it. You're his dad. <laughs> yeah. Which even that plot twist was really, you would not have seen it coming. No, Exactly. Exactly. And it was just all you needed was, I know I am your father. And that was it. You understood. Yep. That's all it needs. Not like, I did this because I was feeling bad about my daughter and this was happening and I had to do this. <laughs> okay, I understand. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> yep. So I guess let's go into the themes of this movie. Which... I only really found one theme. Which is? Learning to let go. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to let go of the past to move forward. Yeah. Meet the Robinsons did way better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep moving forward. Yep. <laughs> That's like the last stage of grief, too. Mm-hmm. So I guess grief, too? Grief, yeah. I mean, losing someone. That you yeah. love, you're going to go through that grief. And yeah. it's just also learning to open up, I guess. Yeah. And not bottle things inside. Yep. Because that's bad. Yeah, it just makes things worse. And you're not going to get through to people or people aren't going to get through to you. 
Yep. You're not going to make meaningful connections if you don't at least open up a little bit. Yeah. Communication is key in any relationship. Yep. All right. This is going to be a stupid question, but there are no stupid questions, only stupid people. So would you recommend this movie? <laughs> eh, probably not. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Remember, folks, just because we don't recommend it doesn't mean you shouldn't watch it or try it, but be yeah. warned. <laughs> I mean, if it sounds interesting to you, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting premise. Yeah. The premise is interesting. Had they executed it better, I, I would. I would have really, I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. But it yeah. felt like a Hollywood rush job. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that they really did correctly is I guess they actually um, filmed in, what, Manitoba? In Canada. And so it's like the weather was real. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yep. I also don't mind the muted color palette because apocalyptic, everyone's sad. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be hit with vibrant everything all but the time. But it shouldn't be vibrant if it's a apocalyptic exactly. scene. It should be... You know, it should be very muted brown and gray and black yep. colors. That's one thing I guess I liked. One thing. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I mean, if you want to check it out, you can. It's like a 38 out of 100 on Meta Metacritic. So Yeah. That's kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, thank God that'll be it for us this episode. <laughs> yep. Let's go to the movie generator and see what we'll get next time. Okay. The Reader from 2008. Um, I, I've i seen it. I just don't remember it that well. Okay. And I think maybe my, my thoughts on it right now may be because I was a little too young for it. Gotcha. But I don't know. Maybe with a, an adult mindset. Yeah. Maybe it'll be different. I don't know. Hmm? Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Really Random Movie Reviews. I hope it wasn't too much um, hearing us just rant, but yeah, you know what? You never know what you're going to get when the movies are randomly generated. Yep. Check out our website, podpage.com slash reallyrandommoviereviews. The link is in the description. Have a great day. <laughs>